<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hi, besties. Welcome back to Try Not to Care. It's your girl, Ashley. I'm uploading this on Valentine's Day, so happy Valentine's Day, you little baddies. If you don't have a Valentine, um, I'll be your Valentine. My boyfriend is just going to have to learn to share. Uh, not our problem. <laughs> so last week, I talked about breakups and giving your time and energy to losers who just don't deserve it. So naturally today, we're going to talk about taking that power back, loving yourself, and stepping into your higher self, and just being the hottest and most bad bitch version of you. And that's always been you. You just don't always express it because we let losers get in the way of it. So let's get into it. So I talked a little bit about this last week, but a lot of the time when someone doesn't give us the attention that we know we deserve, especially if they're giving that attention elsewhere, like to another girl, we tend to blame ourselves and question our worth. I know in my own experience, when my ex left me for another girl, I spent a good like two months stalking her page and comparing her and comparing what she had and what I didn't. And I'm not proud to admit that at all, especially in the position that I'm in now because I would never do that now. And it's shameful to me knowing what I know now, but it's what I did. And when he left me, I was super insecure and I thought there was something wrong with me. Why wouldn't I think that, right? There must have been something I was lacking that others had. Otherwise, he wouldn't have done that, right? Mm, no, wrong. Fucking so wrong. It had nothing to do with me or her and it had everything to do with him. I would love to sit here and call him every scummy name in the book because he really did fucking hurt me. But at the end of the day, we all are just trying to figure our shit out. No one knows what they're doing and things change really quickly. Just because he wanted to see someone else who was beautiful and all these other things does not negate me being beautiful and everything else I am. I am still beautiful, creative, funny, outgoing, smart, and a bad bitch with or without him. I was that before him, after him, before my current boyfriend, now and will always be. Another person does not take away who you are, even if you want to call them your soulmate, twin flame, other half, whatever it is. At the end of the day, you are only you. You make who you are, not them. 
And I would be lying if I sat here and said that it was the easiest thing in the world to just love yourself and appreciate yourself. Like we we all know that's bullshit, especially if you're going through a breakup. But also, mostly everyone who has a phone has social media and whether you're trying to or not, it's really fucking easy to compare yourself to people you see on the internet. You scroll on Instagram and every few posts, there's either a model with a banging body, someone that you know posting about how great their life is, or a couple posting how awesome their relationship is. And then now there's TikTok and that's like Instagram, but amplified. There's girls 10 years younger than you who either look your age or look older than you and they're literally more successful than you are when you're in your 20s and are working a full-time job. It literally feels like you're meant to compare yourself when the internet is just shoving all of this in your face. And I am pretty confident in who I am now and I do like who I am, but I do still find myself comparing what I look like, what my life looks like, and my success to others. I don't know if it's something that you can completely ignore or stop doing. Maybe one day I'll learn to, but it's something that I still struggle with. But I will give myself credit though because I've come so far. My entire life, I've constantly compared myself to others and I just hated who I was. I was not happy with what I looked like. I felt like I was putting on a mask wherever I went. I did not know what I wanted to do with my life. I was just in shambles and at one point literally did not want to live and it truly was not until 2020 that I completely turned my life around and took my power back and changed the narrative of how I felt about myself. I'm no expert and like I said I do still struggle with comparison and I have to fight the urge to not compare myself and doubt myself and my abilities at times but I want to share with you my personal guide to loving yourself and what I did to feel this way towards myself and maybe this won't help you and you'll listen to it and be like Ashley you're a dumb bitch but you don't have to listen to me you know you don't have to but this (laughs) this is what helped me so um let's let's get into it so the first thing that I would say to do that worked for me is if you're struggling with comparing yourself to people online whether you know them or you don't unfollow them or mute them do not follow accounts that make you feel bad about yourself I personally struggled with an eating disorder so when I was recovering I did not want to see skinny models or food accounts on my social media the same thing goes for now if I don't want to see something on TikTok I will scroll past the second I know I don't want to watch it or click the button that says I'm not interested or I just straight up block them blocking people is healthy and it's fun (laughs) um the same thing goes for breakups um I said this in my last episode to get over them block their number mute their friends mute their family delete delete everyone whatever you got to do to make yourself feel better out of sight out of mind I use the internet for fun and now it's my job I don't want to have an unpleasant time on social media I don't want to feel like shit while I'm on it and then get off of it and feel like shit Okay, so I say you should delete, mute, black, anyone and everyone. It's a good time. Also, limit your consumption of social media because coming from someone who's on it all day, every day, it fucking fries your brain. I have a love-hate relationship with it, but 
in your free time instead of going on social media spend time figuring out what you love do things that you genuinely enjoy doing the biggest change i made in 2020 that really got the ball rolling for me was creating content and yes i know it's technically social media but creating videos and editing them and expressing myself through this is something younger me loved to do and i heard somewhere that finding who you are as an adult is just rediscovering all the things that you love doing as a kid. And I really took that and ran with it because over the past two years, I've just been diving back into all the activities that I fucking loved when I was younger. I started dancing again. Um, I, <laughs> I'm not very good at it, but I definitely did dance like all of 2020 on TikTok. Let's not talk about that. But creating, I create... Um, started creating content, creating art, roller skating. I fucking love roller skating, playing video games. I went to Build-A-Bear with my boyfriend for the first time in like 15 years and it was so nostalgic. I started watching all my favorite old shows, listening to early 2000s music, just all of it. And doing all of that really feels like I'm reconnecting with a part of myself that was lost in the shuffle of meeting new people and going through new experiences And just like the fear of being judged by all those people. I think the fear of being judged by others and the urge to want to fit in definitely discourages us from being our most authentic self. It's scary to be vulnerable and show who you are because the second that you do open up, it gives someone the opportunity to pick apart and shoot down a part of you that you might really love. One of the most important things I've ever learned is no one truly knows you but yourself. No one knows your backstory, the shit you've been through, your trauma, your thoughts, your dreams. All they know is what you choose to show them. And even that is just a sliver of who you really are. People will form their judgment of you based off their own experiences. And that's something that you can't change. You have no control over how they feel about you. You can try your very hardest to control the narrative and post a specific way to get a response out of people but they can still think the total opposite of what you're doing. That's why I say fuck it. Don't worry about what others think of you or what you're doing. Post the video of you dancing, even if you think it might be cringy, even if you're fucking terrible at it. I did. Post your workout routine, even if only two people watch it. Dye your hair whatever color you want, even if people make fun of you. As long as you're happy and you're doing it for you, no one could ever say or think anything that bad because while they might be judging you, you are so much happier and better off. You're always better off when you're being true to yourself and making yourself proud. Making yourself happy and taking care of past you, current you, and future you should be your main priority. People put a lot of focus on friendships and relationships and making others happy. There's a lot of people who just want to please others. They get really uncomfortable when they feel like they're annoying someone or hurting someone, so they go out of their way to please them. I definitely have been one of those people. I've spent so much of my time and money on people trying to accommodate them and honestly kind of bribe them at times. I felt like I had to overcompensate with gifts or all these other things to have friends or relationships. I would drop whatever I was doing for these people. I would really do anything just to have these people like me or want me in their life. And having that type of mindset towards others is soul-sucking. 
spending time taking care of others and thinking solely of others is damaging and just plain disrespectful to yourself. The only person that deserves that amount of love and attention is you. Unless you have like kids. Don't neglect your kids. I have mommy issues. Um, so like please fucking don't. But um, you know what I mean. I said this last episode and I'll say it again. Give yourself the love, the time, the energy, and attention that you keep desperately trying to give away to others. You deserve to take care of yourself. Listen to your body and what it wants. Eat healthy but also give into your body's cravings. Take yourself out on dates and spend the money you would have spent on someone else on yourself. If you want to go shopping or you want to go to the movies, don't wait until someone says they can go with you. Go do it by yourself. Give yourself days to rest when you feel overworked and don't feel guilty about it. Pamper yourself with a whole new self-care routine. Clean your space and get into the right mindset. Journal your emotions and try to understand how you feel and why you feel that way. I know this is going to sound a little silly, but daily affirmations are a game changer. I didn't start saying them until last year and it has completely changed my mindset. Talking to yourself out loud is kind of uncomfortable at first, especially when you're not used to talking nicely to yourself. It's so easy to criticize yourself on the daily and say all these self-deprecating things, especially when self-deprecation is looked at as funny and relatable now. But once you start talking nicely to yourself and do it often, it will become so easy for you. The thing about talking to yourself is it will change how you think about yourself. If you constantly tell yourself, I'm so stupid, I'm not worthy of love, I'm not talented, there's nothing special about me, you're going to be all of that. You're going to reflect that in your everyday life. But if you change your words and say, you know, I am trying my best. I am worthy of good things. I am loved. You'll see that all of that is true because you learn to actually think that. And once you think that and believe that, you'll reflect that. It's like if you tell yourself you're going to have a bad day. You know, you say, today sucks. Nothing's going right. I hate today. I'm so fucking miserable. How is anything going to get better thinking like that? What if you woke up in the morning and you said, today is going to be the fucking best because I deserve it. I'm going to be productive today and I'm going to be in the best mood. And even if it doesn't turn out that way, at least you started the day like that and you're in the right headspace to attract good things. I really do consider self-affirmation self-care and it's vital to my everyday routine. And if you're not doing them, I highly suggest that. Just try them for like a week and see how you feel and if it changes anything for you. But Doing all these little things for yourself will make you feel so empowered because you're getting all of your needs met by yourself. And that's so fucking sick. That's so powerful when you can give yourself everything that you want and everything that you need and you don't have to rely on anyone but yourself. That's some bad bitch energy and it's something no one can take from you. You can't break up with yourself. You can't walk away from yourself when things get hard. You're stuck being you And you can either hate yourself like I did years ago, or you could take the time to learn why you feel this way and grow from there. But to truly love yourself, you need to do a shit ton of shadow work. 
You have to dedicate the time to looking back at your past and recognizing patterns, triggers, trauma, and all things dark that you would probably rather ignore and move on from. But you don't truly move on from anything. Whether you're thinking about it or not, it stays in you and it will seep out throughout different times and new experiences in your life and it's your responsibility to handle it. I truly think the best way to do this is through therapy or sitting down every day or every few days and journaling how you feel, why you feel this way and what could have triggered you to feel this way and how you want to feel. It's a lot of work and it's painful, like dead ass so painful to the point where you're just sobbing in bed questioning your whole existence. But if you would do this for someone else, why wouldn't you do this for yourself? You deserve it. You deserve to be loved and appreciated by someone, but you deserve even more to feel that way wholeheartedly towards yourself. Life is chaotic and emotional as is. The last thing you need is to also hate yourself. Imagine younger you and imagine future you. Younger you is looking up to you right now. You're a fucking idol to that person. You are the star. They are so proud of you and where you are now. And future you is looking back at you right now like, bitch, what the fuck are you doing? Why don't you see how great you are if you could only see where you end up? And I know future you is saying that because you're looking back at past you right now saying the same thing. If I could go back and talk to my past self, I would give myself a fat fucking hug. Give myself the McDonald's that I was so desperately trying to not have because I was so fucking sad and upset with my body. And give myself the camera and say, bitch, go off. Go fucking do your thing. You got this because in a couple years, you're going to be doing this anyways. We spend so much time in the moment being so hard on ourselves that we don't spend the time just recognizing all of the good things that we're doing, how much work we're putting in, and we don't give ourselves the pat on the back that we deserve. But future you realizes that because you look back and you're like, wow, I missed so much. You know, I didn't, why didn't I see that? Why didn't I just look in the mirror and, and, and see how fucking beautiful I was and how great I was? Why was I putting so much of my self-worth on these people that, you know, aren't even in my life now? You look back and you're like, fuck, why was I, why was I upset about that boy? Wow. Wow. Yeah. That, whoa, no. You know what I mean? We've spent so much time not giving ourselves the proper love that we deserve and it's time to change that and get our head out of everyone else's ass and the focus back on us. You're a bad bitch. You're a hot bitch. You're that bitch. And like I said, maybe my tips won't help you. Maybe you're listening and you're like, I know all of that, Ashley, but it's not that fucking easy. I can't do it. I get it. I'm not saying that, you know, you're going to follow every step and you're going to, um, be bulletproof and you're just gonna fucking fall in love with yourself and happy ever after. No, I'm not saying that. It takes time. It takes work. And also it's just the things that help me. And I hope listening to this, you know, helped you even just a little bit. Maybe you took one little thing from it and that's all I can hope for, you know? Um, but I just, I love you all. And I know every single one of you is so, capable and worthy of loving yourself like you fucking deserve that that's your fucking birthright so if you're still listening to this and you've gotten this far kudos to you because I cannot listen to myself talk for more than two minutes (laughs) see there I go 
there I go with the self-deprecation. See, I'm not perfect. I do, I do the same shit. And when I do catch myself, you know, talking not the kindest to myself, I'll pull myself back and rework it. So for this instance, I just said like, I'm like joking about not wanting to hear myself, whatever. It's not that deep, but also it kind of is when you think about it. So in this instance, I would say, no, you dumb bitch. <laughs> That's not true. What you're saying is good and people want to hear you speak. And, um, you know, your, your podcast is good. You dumb bitch. Stop being a dumb bitch. So anyways, if you're still listening to this, after this is done, I want you to go ahead and write five to 10 things or honestly write as many things as you can think of that you like about yourself. It could just be little things like quirky, small things like a freckle that you have or your eye color or your smile, or you could write things that you're good at or good qualities that you have in yourself. I want you to write them down and then go look at yourself in the mirror and say them to yourself. And I know this might feel uncomfortable. Like I said, it is hard talking kindly to yourself if you don't do it often. But the more you do it, the more comfortable you'll be. And, you know, who you should be comfortable with yourself. Like it, it's you. You shouldn't, you should be the most comfortable with yourself. You should be, you should feel good talking to yourself. You should feel good when you're alone with yourself. Um, because if you can't do that with yourself, how are you ever going to fully be capable of being vulnerable and open with someone else and having a good relationship with them? Okay, so do that um, and let me know how you felt after that. And, you know, if it feels good, do that like every day. Do that every few days um, or do it when you don't feel your best and you need like a little pick-me-up. Um, and in case you didn't know, I post a Spotify playlist every week that corresponds with the topic of the episode. So obviously this week's playlist is relating to self-love and not to be a little biased, but the playlist slaps like straight bops. All my playlists do, to be honest, (laughs) but I'll have the link to the playlist on the podcast Instagram, which is at trying not the number two care podcast. As always, my DMs are always open if you ever want to talk more about the episode, any topics you want me to talk about, or if you just want to talk, because why the fuck not? We're besties, right? Um, Also, follow my personal Instagram if you're not already, at Ashley Corbo. Um, Yeah, and if you could do me the solid, leave Trying Not to Care a rating on whichever platform you're listening to. It would really help me out, and I really appreciate it. Thank you, besties, so, so, so much. And thank you for listening to this episode and every episode that you listen to. I love you. I'm so excited to hear your thoughts. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your week. You're going to kill it. I love you. As I said a billion times, I'm always like, I love you. I love you. I love you. Um, I'll talk to you next Monday. I love you. Okay, bye.